0: This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving
1: your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment.
0: What's up, what's up, everybody? Ricky Widmer here, along with fellow man-child Johnny Carlick. So the Batmobile, let's go. And you might have noticed something, Johnny changing up the saying today to open the podcast because before we talk about anything, That we have to talk about today. We have some kind of sad news that happened over the weekend that Johnny and I wanted to open the podcast with, kind of give our thoughts, our tribute to the late Adam West, really hitting me harder than you, Johnny, because I am the Batman guy. You're the Batman guy. Batman Batman is my guy, although. I was born in the 90s, and all of my Adam West Batman knowledge was on reruns yeah. or anything my parents would have told me about the character. Batman was my jam. And if you are a huge Batman fan, you can't not know about Adam West. So exactly. when I So when I found out when I was at Six Flags with Dave on Saturday, when I found out that happened, I was devastated. I was in line. I was like, we got to ride the Batman and it's got to be so – this, this one's got to be for Adam.
1: Hey, you got to be for Adam. Batman fan, DC, uh, Marvel fan, DC fan, no matter mm-hmm. who you are, this is heartbreaking for everyone. I want to give a um, dearest condolences to the West family, um, all of the three generations that are now without Adam West and, and I, every fan out there. And the thing
0: that I was thinking about, and I mean this is something for each generation mm-hmm. that like our generation – Parents' generation, even the generation after us, yeah. all of us have seen some type of Adam West and have been kind of influenced yeah. by Adam West in some way. For obviously our parents' generation, they grew up with the show actually on television. Exactly. Our generation was more of the Batman, was on. Syndicated replay, and TV I mean, Land, we somewhere, st- we something still like that. Kn- we still knew yeah. about the character, about the villains that he went through. Heck, I used egghead for Easter. <laughs> yeah, you did. You did use that, but also <laughs> generations after us. Yeah, also have known Adam West because he was a big staple on Family Guy. Exactly, as well.
1: Mayor West.
0: So I mean, yeah, Mayor <laughs> West. So I mean, this, like this is an icon, an icon. And I mean, I yeah. retweeted Mark Hamill's tweet because I thought that he kind of put everything in a nice bubble that this is kind this is a huge loss to the comic book and superhero community. It is. And like Johnny said, our condolences to the West family. Adam's gonna be missed. And I mean for me Deeply more missed. so I this is this is a loss of to me, like a friend. Batman, any Batman has been my friend. Kevin Conroy, Adam West, even the, you know, Michael Keatons, the Christian Bales, the Ben Affleck's, if you have donned the cowl, I have kind of attached myself to you in one way or another because you are depicting my favorite superhero. So we kind of wanted to start the podcast off in this way to dedicate this podcast to Adam West and everything moving forward. But Johnny, we got a jam-packed show coming into this week. Two Marvel topics and we're going to be talking about Star Wars and our one of our favorite actors is going to be in Spider-Man Homecoming. We've talked about him in that yep. sense. Donald Glover and comments that he made about playing Lando Calrissian Woo. in the Star Wars Solo Han Solo, the Solo Han Solo film that we're going to get from <laughs> Star eventually. Wars. But We're going to start off the podcast with Black Panther. We got a trailer Friday during the NBA finals, and we finally get our first look into what this Black Panther movie is going to be, because if you haven't remembered, didn't see Civil War for some reason, that was the last time we've seen Black Panther in the MCU. That was when, you know, his dad had died. He was going after Bucky because he thought he did it. Well, he's being framed. So Yeah. Then when he found out that Zemo was the one who did it, he decided to block the bullet with his vibranium arm and basically say, I'm not going to let you kill yourself. You will go to justice. You will not be You'll, you the will quick, be seeing, sweet relief yeah. of death for what you have done. But the one thing that I liked most about this trailer is not only did it give us a glimpse into the world of Wakanda, but also it showed us that What we're going to be dealing with here isn't really just about Black Panther being Black Panther, but the other side of it, too. Yeah, I'm Black Panther, but I'm the king. I am the king now of Wakanda and dealing how to balance both of those worlds, being Black Panther, but also being the king.
1: Exactly. Well, not just that, um, as they quote in the thing, um, you can be a good king. Or a good guy. You can't be both. Be both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, he's got to f- figure out how to balance the two of those because he wants to be a good guy, mm-hmm. but he's got to be, he has to be a good king now. Dad has died. So now he has to take up the mantle of both the Black Panther and as King of Wakanda. Well, and I like that
0: saying more so from the king point because when you are a king, when you are a president, when you are any ruler of any nation or any leader of anything, there might be decisions that you have to make that aren't the good guy decisions. Exactly. You have to be the bad guy in some situations. Even if it's something less than that. Let's say you're a boss at a company. You want to be the good guy and not fire this person, but you have to make that decision because it is better for the company. Exactly. And it's the right thing to do. Well, it's the right thing for the company to do, not necessarily the right thing as being a good man is. However, it'd be being a good king or a good boss in that sense. And I, I like how we're going to get that kind of leveling out. Because another thing that I think we're going to look at is you see the part where they're kind of on this, like, circular plane. And yeah. there's different factions in Wakanda. Yeah, The thing that we're also going to deal with is we all, we had a king and his father... That was already established. Mm -hmm. Like he knew how to deal with the factions that wanted to overthrow him. Now that you throw a younger king into this, those factions might look at it and go, we can either manipulate him or we can... Easily, this is our time to pounce and take the throne for ourselves.
1: Exactly. You, I saw in the like the throne room mm-hmm. area, you have a council of different members dressed in like... Mm-hmm. M- like they, They're we- wearing a main color of each one. One had like a teal, one had like a red. And you see that this is kind of like the council of all the different tribes of Wakanda. And now he has to... Like you have a new king, just like an, any new politician. They have to learn how to deal with each separate one because... Mm-hmm. Maybe he's seen Dad uh, do it, but he doesn't know how to do it himself.
0: Yeah, and I mean, the thing that I can't wait for is with Black Panther and with... Because we're going to see all of his different powers as well.
1: Yeah, exactly. We kind of More saw, so than before.
0: We kind of saw with Civil War the fighting styles that he has. We saw the retractable claws yep. that we may have. We got to see the vibranium suit, suit which how- is made from the same material as Captain America's shield. But we're going to see like when he pounces that car and there's that little EMP explosion yeah. that he has to disable it. Um, the one thing that from the comic books that I really want to see in this is the fact that when you are Black Panther, one of the things that he can do is he can kind of manifest the older Black Panthers and kind of talk to them and visualize them and have conversations with them to kind of help him in what he's dealing with.
1: Which is great because they there's... Tachaka, which is his father, mm-hmm. is supposed to be in the movie. Yes. Well they so,
0: they've already casted a younger version of his father. Yeah. I'm hoping that they have the older version too. So I'm they hoping so too. Have yeah, you're right. You're right. I forgot it was his father. Younger. In
1: there. Oh, let's hope, well, let's hope that they do the mm-hmm. the older one, or even maybe the younger one mm-hmm. is like, hey, like maybe it's how it manifests. Who knows? But hopefully we get to see that Chita- that part of the Black Panther thing too. Well, the one thing
0: I was going to say is the fight scene that they have, where the one where it's like it's late at night and they shine it and it's the dogs there. Yeah. And then they look up and bam, there's Black Panther. The thing that we were watching one video of, um, a random YouTuber kind of give their thoughts on it. And the thing that he said that I didn't think of, that I wanted to ask you about. Yes. Do you think that is the present Black Panther or his father, because the thing that he pointed out were the radios that the guys had yeah. looked like older radios. So would you be under the, which side would you be on? Is that like, okay, maybe that's his father, and that's kind of a flashback to something that he had to do? Or is it just, no, that is the Black Panther that we're presently with, those soldiers just don't have the up-to-tech uh, kind of communication sen-
1: systems that you would have nowadays? Well, my thing would be that it could look kind of like um, the idea of Ulysses Claws mm-hmm. hand, uh, hand soldiers where they don't have the best tech mm-hmm. out there. Um, I mean, anyone who's in a lower level third world country, yeah. um, I don't, I don't want to call them a contra group, but they're like um, any just poacher type group or mm-hmm. anything, anything small, like not really well funded They're, isn't gonna have the best technology. So hey, we are handsome some nineteen eighties radios that work really well for mm-hmm. us. We're gonna use them. Yeah. So I mean I could see it as being Black Panther and these guys just don't have the most updated technology. Then
0: it being a flashback to his father as the Black Panther. Which would
1: be cool too. I'm not gonna say it's not, mm-hmm. but my I'm leaning towards this is our Black Panther.
0: Well and the big thing is with villains, because I like how you bring in um, claw into yes. this, but he's not the only one. No, he's not. We actually get a scene from another villain that we're going to see. That I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it to you to introduce him because I know you're kind of doing. Leave me. You doing some research before the podcast. Oh, I was. Yeah, who
1: was breaking him out with the um, little bomb explosion? It would be Eric Killmonger, mm-hmm. which is another Black Panther. Uh, as it's saying here, Eric Killmonger is a fictional supervillain appearing in America comic books published by Marvel Comics. Uh, he's Another mi- main villain of Black Panther, mm-hmm. in essence, really he's the equal. I would say the he's, equal. Yes, reading if you read the uh, the wiki page of him, he's basically his equal. Aside from it, not really saying he doesn't really have the suit like mm-hmm. Black Panther does, and I re- like seeing some of the pictures. It's awesome. I love what they're doing with the mask, though, too. It's kind of like it somewhat has the same shape, but the addition of the horn, yeah. this, the slight change up in color. And, and I didn't get that at first. When I first saw the trailer, yeah. I didn't, that
0: didn't click until after I looked and I went, shit, that's kill, that's Killmonger. Exactly. No, Holy I, shit. I
1: completely agree. I, I, didn't, I didn't think so either. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I really love about this is Marvel's direction they're going. We see it in Thor Ragnarok. Now we're seeing this. The more use of brighter colors, the more like... Just the brighter feeling of some of this stuff mm-hmm. now. Well, and also
0: it's kind of like like this one. It's a little bit different in that sense, yeah. though. Because it's not like the like we see with Thor Ragnarok. We saw with Guardians the kind of trippy bright colors of like the 80s. Exactly. This is more of just a we're going to use brighter African colors. We're going exactly to, because we are in a different part of the world. That really we haven't been in since Civil War when we were there for a scene or two. Like one scene. Yeah, that to was it. We just show Bucky being frozen. A, well, that and then when Ultron got the vibranium. We were also in Wakanda as well. Or,
1: no, we weren't. At, we no, were, you, you're right. It, we was, were, uh, it was just a shipyard in uh, Africa. Then it was the ending. South we were Africa. In one scene we One were scene in where Captain America, oh, sorry, Steve Rogers and Bucky mm-hmm. are just, hey, freeze him until we can figure out what to do with his head.
0: Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, that's, that's all, all we, we see.
1: And so we don't really see Wakanda except a nice, beautiful scenery out the window. Mm-hmm.
0: And we also see in the trailer the um, bodyguards of Black Panther will yes. also be back. I'm hoping that they're kind of more. Because in Civil War, we got to see them and they kind of seemed like badasses. Yeah. But there was one scene where one of them kind of walked up to Black Widow and it looked like they were going to clap Buttheads, yeah. Buttheads. Move or, uh, move or you will was, be moved. And he was like. Calm it, calm that shit down, get back here, yeah, and kind of diffuse the situation. I'm hoping that they're a little bit unleashed in this one. It looks like they are because they've got the spears and everything.
1: Oh, it looks great so far. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, like, w- like we're we're doing a. It looks like a different direction with Marvel for this second half of what we're in th- Phase Three right we're in now, phase right? Phase Three. Yeah. So like the second part of Phase Three, Thor Ragnarok, uh yeah, Thor Ragnarok could have gone a very different direction. We could have just done the same things as. Um, Iron Man 3, um, Winter Soldier, Mm -hmm. and all those just kind of did the darker tone. But Mm no, we're doing a very light tone on this now with all the vibrant colors in which they're doing the same thing in Black Panther. Like you said, doing a lot of like with this African tribes, you can accentuate that a lot more, too, which is great. I love what they're doing now that they're not just going, hey, everything's dark and dreary. Let's. Have everyone fight it like this. You know what I'm saying, right, with that? Yeah,
0: and the thing that, I mean, the, I hope I'm saying this right. That's why I didn't say it the first time, but I think it's the Dora Melage. Is that what they're called, the bodyguard? They have a special name. I think I I don't said know it right. the name, but. I'm pretty sure I said it right. That's why I didn't want to say it in the back. I didn't want to mispronounce it, but I think it's the um, Dora Melage. And you kind of get that, yes. Like, yeah. it's not as dark and kind of like look at. Thor the Dark World. Yeah. That was very dark. Look at the, fir- the Hulk movie, not the first Hulk movie, the f- only one in this cinematic universe, yeah. I should say, very dark of a movie, especially that fight scene at the end. We're not going to get that. Exactly. In this one. The thing that I wanted to mention, though, going back to Killmonger for a second. Yes. The thing that I will be most interested with that character is how it f- how he fits in and Be how the actor does, because it's Michael B. Jordan who is going to be playing that character, Hmm. which is a known actor in all of Hollywood and has had some big roles. But Killmonger is supposed to be, like I said, the equal to Black Panther, where they're both relatively the same age. They both went to school in the States. And that is, I think, someone who could be sitting there to clash heads Yeah, where it's like, hey, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help this person, and I want your throne, because I don't like how you are running Wakanda. I think that Wakanda has a better future. Well, if it's anything with— Or just a like, corrupt future.
1: If, if it's anything along the lines of his mm-hmm. biography, the fictional biography. Yeah. Um, he do, Well, his father, in, this, in the case of this, works with Ulysses Claw at one mm-hmm. point to get vibranium. Yeah. Now, let's see, maybe— Maybe he,
0: that's how I got it in Age of Ultron.
1: Maybe, maybe a little flashback to that one. Maybe, and then um, we can I have it. How like, he got it, because he was able to get in and escape. Yeah, and then you know what? Maybe it's the same kind of back mm-hmm. backline storyline. His him and his family all get, um, what's the word um, exiled. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Wakanda, he blames Black Panther. He blame he blames Black Panther more he blames Claw. Mm-hmm. So that's why he's willing to work with the Ulysses Claw. Yeah. And as we saw, looks like he's freeing he's breaking him them out. Yeah, because yeah, he at puts, least as of now it looks like that because
0: he puts the bombs down, puts the mask, mask on, and boom, the wall blows to um, the interrogation room that um, Claw is being um, interrogated in. Another thing that I'm interested for this movie for, yeah is the tech that we're going to see because yes. as I want to say, it was mentioned in, I can't remember if it was in the trailer or um in one of the kind of uh, reviews that I was watching kind of just to get some ideas for this. But Wakanda is one of those nations where they're like, they want you to feel like, yeah, we're a third world country.
1: Yeah, exactly. we, we, we
0: Nothing to see here because like it plays perfectly into the eyes of just normal life of, Oh, third world country brush right over. Exactly. And that's what Wakanda wants. No one wants. thinks anything of it. We don't want you to know what's really going on here. And I can't wait to dive into that because there's a scene where I want to say she's related to black Panther. I'm not exactly sure her backstory, but you see her like this and it looks like she's got two in one shot. She's got a costume. That's similar the Black Panthers yeah. and another shot where she's like this, where it looks like up to the forearms, she has two like Panther looking um Captain Art Iron Man, I'm thinking God of lights. Iron Man kind of blasters. Yeah. And I can't wait to see what other tech we got going on in Wakanda.
1: You speaking of tech too, I'm I'm interested to see if, if we get Ulysses' claw blaster. Mm-hmm. His little, uh, since his arm is missing now. Because all we saw is
0: the arm, it's cut off to here where your first thought was. Ah. I think that's a little bit higher than it
1: was uh, in Age of Ultron. Yeah. I'm pretty sure and I mean, who knows the reasoning behind and, that. And I but. mentioned,
0: the well, maybe it got infected and they had to cut off a little bit more.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll go with that It's for been now. a while since Civil War. <laughs> he didn't quite get it cleaned out. Yeah. Um, no, but Does he um, look
0: like a guy that would get it cleaned out, Johnny?
1: Obviously not. He's not only really. afraid of cuttlefish. Yeah, he's <laughs>
0: only afraid of cuttlefish.
1: <laughs> um, no, but really, um, I'm interested to see if we get his bl- his sonic blaster. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we do. Maybe we do. I'm hoping maybe we Killmonger
0: do. helps him get it.
1: Maybe after he gets freed out, he gets uh, his. Uh, or maybe that's the deal. You get you help me get back into Wakanda. Ooh, back to Wakanda. Oh. I get you some more vibranium. Oh, uh
0: oh, uh oh.
1: Wheels are turning. Wheels
0: are turning. So listen to this.
1: Speculation. You said
0: that family and Killmonger yes. are exiled, right? Yeah. Well, they're ex- the reason why they were exiled. Yes. Was his helping father claw. helped Claw. Boom! They're exiled. Now it's kind of a deal. You know how to get into Wakanda. I was too young. I don't know. I've never left it, so I don't know how to get into it. Yeah. You help me get into Wakanda, I get you that tech. I get you something in return for helping me take the throne
1: yeah um you get you get a certain a bing bada get a certain chunk of vibranium so you can do what you want with it my mind just Some deals it. With my it. mind yep. just blew itself with those wheels spinning in there I help with that
0: sometimes <laughs> so, so, sometimes you get those wheels spinning too fast that kind of stop for a second and I'm like whoa whoa gotta think gotta think but that just the speculation train just started to roll up here and I
1: that just almost came, derailed Ricky
0: that just that just came right up o- right off the brain afresh speculation kind of um, hot take for you yep. with that one. But anything else with this trailer that you saw, we haven't touched. Do you think we got to touch before we move on into the last kind of topic that i want to bring up to end this
1: one and bridge us into our next topic. no honestly um i like what we're seeing so far i love what they're doing with the universe mm-hmm. so far keep doing it it looks great i like the, the change <laughs> keep doing it keep doing it <laughs> just do it just do it um i love the change of pace that we're going with mm-hmm. now more vibrant colors more things to play around with and that just that sense and that feeling more more fun mm-hmm and you know what? Um, He's going to be a badass, too. Yeah, he is. He's oh, going to be man. like the music that they had
0: sent with it. Oh, all the and music. like when he was walking and it's him in the suit without the mask and he's just like this. Yeah. I am like, all hail the king. The king has come home kind of a thing.
1: Yeah. No, the, the great part is the music they're picking, too. Now mm-hmm. it's just more again, more fun.
0: Yeah. And it gets you hyped up for the movie
1: coming in. I'm yeah. not
0: expecting another trailer or anything or them to hype this anymore until we get Thor Ragnarok.
1: Yeah, not until close to that yeah, time at I, least. I
0: expect the rest of this to be Thor Ragnarok hype time Yeah, until we get oh, yeah, to you, that, because that's the next one coming After
1: out. we get the Spider-Man homecoming, I think we're, we're going to kind of round out but on that. But it's a quick
0: turnaround after that. It's yeah. November,
1: we get Thor Ragnarok. Exactly. February, we, we got get, Black Panther. Exactly. So, so.
0: that's what we kind of got to look at. But the last thing I want to talk about here, yes. and this will bridge us over into the Part next two. topic that we have is after this movie how do you think Black Panther is going to fit in are we like is this something where after Black Panther we get a Black Panther 2 or is it something like okay in future movies he's going to be in the Avengers here this movie but after phase 3 cuz phase 3 we know ends uh, with the Avengers um, four movie in Infinity May Wars of Avengers 4, yeah it's weird because originally yes. they had part one part two but if you go on Wikipedia that's now, true it says Avengers Infinity War and then it says Untitled Avengers movie so I think they changed it a little bit on us
1: they might change Where it I feel like it's still going to be like it might be a part, part one part two. part two
0: but it might be called something different now yeah it might I not still be think it's a
1: one two though
0: yeah it might not be Infinity Wars. Part two, though, it might be something titled totally different. Yeah. But with Black Panther moving on after this. Yeah. Do you think in after phase three, we just see him in other people's movies here and there? Or do we get another Black Panther movie? I
1: feel here? like we should at least, we will, no, not at least. We will be getting him in other movies, mm-hmm. um, mostly group, excuse me, group ones. Yeah. But as for um, his own... Possibly one down the road. We got other characters we want to introduce, Mm -hmm. like um, Captain Marvel, Mm -hmm. and we have to have an Ant-Man and Wasp coming out Mm -hmm. at some point. So, I mean, he's not like, oh, yeah, we need to have a Black Panther 2. We need to at least have, we have to have this movie establish him first, and then we have to have some other stuff happen in the universe, and maybe down the road, 2020, have another Black Panther movie. Yeah, and I mean, right now with the MCU, I'm going to go ahead and pull it
0: up on Wikipedia right now just to see exactly what is going on with the different phases that we have. Right now, like I said, the end of that Phase 3 is for sure the um, Avengers one. But we have, we've had Doctor Strange, Spider-Man Homecoming is coming up, Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, then it's Infinity War's, Ant-Man and Wasp will be Phase 3, Yep. Captain Marvel will be Phase 3, and then Avengers 4 will round out Phase 3. So Marvel and Ant-Man and Wasp will be in Phase 3, and then that Avengers movie will end it off. After that, do we see Black Panther again? Because we won't get another Black Panther movie in Phase 3, that's for sure. No,
1: we're not. And they said something along the lines, which we'll talk more about in Mm -hmm. our... Oh, in our Chris,
0: Evans, Chris Evans part two conversation. Part two.
1: Um, they may shelve the idea of having phases now. Yes. So, um, it brings us to the point. What do you what do you think about the Black Panther yourself? What do you With think? Me,
0: I think that after this movie, it's one of those things where wherever he fits in. And the thing is when you talk to when you see interviews from producers, from Kevin Feige, the big thing that they talk about is the story being the reason not just putting a character out there because we got to have Captain America out there. No, it's what story are we trying to tell? What's going to be the best story for our audience? And then what characters kind of fit that? So I feel like black Panther. I, I feel like after this movie, it's going to be hard to make a solo movie with him again, Yeah, because what's going to draw us back to Wakanda? What is going to draw us back to Wakanda? Because really, Black Panther's a hero where Wakanda's his territory and he doesn't, he, he branches out to help and then comes right back. So I look at it where it's, you know what, if he's needed in other places here or there, we'll see him. But I don't know if we'll see a Black
1: Panther 2 right away. Now, I've got one idea and I'll bring this okay. one out during our Chris Evans one. Uh, okay. So of you're teasing it. Uh, of a. A idea it's not going to be mm-hmm. strictly black panther but he would have a major role in it
0: okay so you're teasing
1: us. i'm teasing you for our and, next part of the co- and i'm gonna, podcast. I'm gonna i want
0: to end part one on that tease so if you're on youtube comment down below you're going to let us know what you think a of the black panther trailer and kind of like what we're talking about here how does he fit in to the universe post Phase 3, post-Avengers 4, and Johnny, let's get into it. Right now, this kind of part two, if you're on YouTube, we have already kind of had a part one into this, check out our Black Panther trailer breakdown video for, A, a breakdown to that awesome trailer, if you're watching this, you're going to be a fan of that anyways, and two at the end is kind of part one to this discussion, and kind of starting part two, the link by the way will be down below in the description, forgot to say that. To start this discussion, though, I want to look at Captain America. And the reason why is Chris Evans has, according to SuperheroHype.com, has agreed that Avengers 4 is going to wrap everything up. Yeah. That's what it's going to do. And the exact quote that comes from is actually the Telegraph, where Evans said to them here, and I quote, I had six films in my Marvel contract, so I could have said after the third Avengers, I was done but they wanted to make a third and fourth Avengers films as a two-parter. They said they had so many characters to fit in. Guardians of the Galaxy, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, Dr. Strange, Ant-Man, and couldn't fit them all into the movie. And then he added on the two uh, film arc that because it made sense, it's going to wrap everything up. And Johnny, I want to throw this out to you. Yes, Plain and simple. What, does Captain America's future look like post-Phase 3 after Avengers 4?
1: Well, that's a great a great thing for you to ask me, because you know what? In our last video you see, I left it kind of open-ended. Mm-hmm. I said, hey, Black Panther may have not, not a solo movie, but a big role in another movie. Mm-hmm. And that would be the introduction to our new Captain America.
0: Bucky Barnes.
1: Barky, Bucky Barnes. And that that's was- what I think is going to happen, because Chris Evans is going to be done, which means... Mm-hmm. Do you really cast someone right off well, the bat as a new Captain America? It's it's weird because it's yeah,
0: it's not necessarily a done. It's a my contract's up. Which means either Disney's going to have to if he wants to come back, Disney is gonna have to Pony, pony up the money pony yeah. up the dough because Evans before Captain America uh won. Yeah. Is a different Chris Evans now? Yeah, like Captain America had has catapulted his celebrity. Yeah, it has bigger than it was. Like the the only two movies I remember seeing him in before he was Captain America was Fant- the Fantastic Four, yes. the actual one, not Fantastic when he was Johnny Storm, yes. the one with uh, Jessica Alba in it, and then also. He was in not another teen movie. I remember
1: that. One. Those, so, so those same are the, thing. That's those the only ones are I remember The two from. movies
0: that he was kind of in. Nothing as big as being Captain America. Now, when people see him down the street, when people like myself cosplay as Captain America. Yeah. I cosplay as Chris Evans's Captain, Captain, Captain America. America. And exactly. That's one. If they're gonna want to keep him, if he wants to do it, they have to pony up the dough. And also. Does he want to do it? Does he want to stay in this and feel like I could see where he might feel like I've done this. I want to do something else. Yeah, he doesn't. Want I don't it. want to be trapped. And what? He's turning he is 36. He's going to He's be th- actually 36. Happy birthday. birthday to Chris Evans. I believe this will post on his actual birthday. So happy birthday June to you, Chris. Happy birthday, big guy. No, you're a big fan of the show. He'll be 36, or he is 36 today, as this video is posting on our YouTube channel. Do you want to do other things? That's why I ask, what's the future of Captain America? Because there's a good chance he could be like, bye, I'm done, my contract's up.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, I know this was a long while ago. This Mm -hmm. was, I think, during the Avengers movie. He didn't seem like he really wanted to continue with it after his contract was Uh over. That could have changed since then. I don't know. But being 36, he has a big acting career mm-hmm. still ahead of him. So maybe he wants to make another name for himself besides, yeah. oh, I'm Captain American. That's all people know me for. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Some people embrace that. Some people want to get out of that and be known for other things. And I completely understand that. The thing I'm saying, though, is do you would you really cast like, oh, hey, we don't have this Captain America. Would you really cast someone different? I would to do it again. Exactly. I so wouldn't. How do you how do you replace that? You, you can, go with another continuity of the com- and, comics.
0: And I know what some people might bring up. They might say, well, guys, you did it with the Hulk and nothing changed. Yeah, but when you did it with the Hulk, we only had one movie, and not everyone was connected to Edward Norton. As the Hulk. Like we Well, like we are as Chris Evans. Exactly. Chris you- Evans has had a ton more movies behind him, and he is Captain America. At the time we recasted... For the Hulk, which was money issues, Edward Norton wanted more money than Marvel wanted to give him, that was something where bringing in Ruffalo for the Avengers movie was like, okay, they recasted Hulk. Exactly. Like we weren't to attached mention, to it.
1: Not to mention, I mean, Hulk, the Plus first the Hulk hasn't been that good. So it's like, okay, another Hulk, we're used to it. Not to mention, the first Hulk movie was before we really got a, a nicely mm-hmm. cemented Marvel it was universe. It the second one. It was only second one. It was shortly after Iron Man. Yep. So you didn't really have a cemented universe. Mm-hmm. Once we had the Avengers, things just hit off and just kept going. and You can't, it's hard to change those characters out after yeah. that.
0: And that's why I would, that's why I would go with the role of, hey, you know what? Let's not recast. Let's rebrand.
1: Exactly. And by
0: rebranding, because you can go in two different to me, the way their uniform their universe is set up. Yeah. You can go two different ways. You can go the way that I'm kind of thinking, which is with you, where it's like, hey, you know what? We're gonna set Bucky up to be the next Captain America. However, Another guy they could also give it to is Falcon. Exactly, they can give it to Falcon as well.
1: They've both been it, and my my thing would be maybe we go as Bucky, give him more of an um something to do in the universe. Well, and here's what
0: happened. Yeah, and this is what I'm thinking. The big thing that will decide it, I think Bucky. If they continue to do the movies, and I know in the superhero hype article, it mentions um, what's not clear is if he's talking about Captain America story arc. Or the Marvel Cinematic Universe as we know it to this point. Yeah. When he says it's going to wrap everything up. I'm along the lines of Captain America because Kevin Feige has said that we plan to do more movies. Like, Kevin Feige originally said that we have movies planned out until 28, or 2028. Yeah, exactly. We have 14 years of movies. And then this year in April, not too long ago, said, well, you know what? After Phase 3, we're done with phases. Exactly. we're just kind of, now I don't know, and we're going to do something new. I don't know what that necessarily means.
1: Yeah, exactly. Marvel's
0: been, and we're going to talk about it if you check out our Mummy kind of review. We'll look into it a little bit. They kind of set the wheel of what the universe thing is. Exactly. So it would make sense that they're maybe thinking DC's getting on board, Universal's getting on board. Let's get off this bandwagon before it burns. Exactly. Let's get off this thing and create something new before they beat us to it kind of a thing. Yeah, exactly. And what I think they can set up to with the Captain America character and Black Panther, that movie is going to cement it. It is going to be, it's going to pick which route they go. And what they could do is originally have Falcon be the Captain America that takes over for Steve Rogers and kind of do a pseudo what happened in the comics because originally Falcon took over mm-hmm. and then gave it back to Steve Rogers and then when Rogers lost his powers, lost his Super uh, Soldier Serum, Falcon became the Captain America mantle yeah. again. They could do the same thing here. Maybe in Black Panther, everything with Bucky isn't tied with a nice bow. So they give it to Falcon, and then once Bucky kind of rejoins the kind of outside world, Falcon kind of gives the mantle over to Bucky Barnes. And we get the Captain America of Bucky with the shield logo on the, sh- on the metal arm. We mm-hmm. have the metal arm cap. Like we're used to in the comics with Bucky.
1: See, my thought would be a little bit different than that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I get maybe you throwing the idea of giving it to Falcon first. Of, I'm just uh,
0: saying, if if Bucky's storyline isn't tied up nicely at the end of Black Panther.
1: Well, I, I wouldn't think it'd be tied up nicely at the end of Black Panther. I think it would be tied up nicely... At the end of Avengers 4. Yes. That's how we would do it. Maybe, excuse me, somewhere along the lines in that movie, we get it so Cap is... Oh, uh, the way Bucky becomes it in mm-hmm. the comic books is Cap dies.
0: Could die in,
1: in by Infinity Thanos. War. Yeah, by Thanos. Mm-hmm. Dies by Thanos. Maybe he's part of the fight at that point because you're gonna at the if we have an Infinity Wars Part One, Part Two. Even if we do get another name, he kills Cap. What's Bucky gonna do? He's gonna go haywire and want to avenge his friend in mm-hmm. the first first thought. Am I wrong? I think so. So I mean yeah, maybe I grab the that. shield and like start doing the mm-hmm. like uh going haywire kind of like when him and uh Cap were doing the back and forth on Iron Man mm-hmm. start kind of like just going at it with like pick up the shield and start going at it mm-hmm. maybe doing a duel thing with Falcon so yeah. we get like a like a hint at hey both these guys are Captain America in the comics. Yeah.
0: I mean I kind of am leaning towards the and you I will I wasn't going to say it but you said it. What? I was not gonna was not gonna bring it up, even though in my mind I'm like Ricky is a good podcast host, you should probably bring it up. I just didn't wanna just manifest the thought. You know if Evans is like, Yeah, I don't wanna do it anymore, mm-hmm.
1: you know they're gonna kill Cap.
0: Yeah. No. You know at the end of you know in Avengers Four they're gonna kill him.
1: Yeah, if he doesn't want to do it anymore, well, yeah, they're
0: gonna kill Steve Rogers.
1: Not yeah. Cap. They're, they're gonna, gonna kill Steve Rogers. We'll, we'll, we'll put it this way: just like which
0: is weird because what in the past, in the past four like few months, we've had inklings of um, haven't Marvel actors brought up like yeah, you know what? Don't get attached to everyone. Don't yeah. get attached to everyone. They've been inkling it here like, and there. There have been inklings of maybe hints that um, I want to say. Wasn't there a past quote that someone said? Yeah, someone big is gonna die soon. Or um, someone's going to die in Infinity
1: War. Well, they did that to us during Age of Ultron, mm-hmm. and luckily we didn't get someone big, because you and I, I, mean, I both Quicksilver
0: thought- was pretty... You know, I didn't
1: expect him to die. Oh, I didn't. But you and I, and probably a few other people thought... It was, they, tell me I'm wrong.
0: Thought it was going to be like... Renner? Trying-
1: Oh, that could have been. Could have been. Well, during the movie, yeah, because they kept. Oh, hey, he's got His a family. family oh, he he wasn't gonna do it at first. At the heartstrings. Oh, we're gonna kill off. Dead. Yeah, oh, I thought during that on. movie, I did
0: think they're gonna kill Hawkeye.
1: I did too. I'm like, no, no, no. He has a family, mm-hmm. <laughs> and luckily, I'm glad they didn't do that to us. But no, so I I agree. I think there has been inklings. I don't know if there's been a lot of talk about it, but they kind of hinted. Yeah. Don't get attached to everyone. Not everyone's going to make it out. Yeah, and I mean,
0: right now, I'm trying to just Google to see if... Because I remember someone bringing it up. That, hey, you know what? There might be a death in it. And I wouldn't be surprised if Cap is the one that they kill off because of this contract thing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's interesting how Evan says it because... He says it's going
1: to wrap everything up. Exactly. It could just be his character, not just the universe. I'm going to go back to the superhero hype comment. Yes. Of,
0: does he mean Captain America or does he mean the MCU? Because here's another thing I throw out to you. Okay. Does Marvel go and say, you know what? We have movies planned out. These future movies, they're not part of the MCU. We're creating something different. That'd be odd. Because here's the thing you got to think about. Okay. What's one term? I haven't heard it really much said until Guardians 2 was coming out and came out. They started saying cosmic universe, cosmic universe, cosmic, cosmic, cosmic. That's true. Our cosmic universe. Do they then say, you know what? Avengers 4? is going to be the death of the MCU and this is where we take our cosmic universe. And I know that might be hard to think because you're like, well, Ricky, they already have planned after um, the Phase 3 Spider-Man Homecoming number two in 2019. And the, the reason I think they can throw that into it, like that would be the huge kind of... Um, thing around it. The only reason I would say Spider-Man could fit into a cosmic galaxy mm-hmm. is Venom is going and the symbiote, bringing it from outer space and actually finding it. But we're going to get a Venom movie in the Sony universe. Yeah. In that sense, I, that's where it's like, I just threw it out there because I mean, I hadn't heard like the Marvel cosmic universe until after guardians. And right now the only two movies after, um, Avengers 4 that we know about, apparently they have them all planned, but that we know about Spider Homecoming 2 in July 5th of 2019, two days before the two year anniversary of their first film, almost two years to the day that they'll release that one and then Guardians 3.
1: Yes. Uh, I mean, I don't know if we're going to get rid of the whole MCU just because, I mean, that's, we got a lot of things still happening on earth. Mm -hmm. That's where a lot of your stuff happens in general. Yeah. So, I mean, are you really going to get rid of this whole marble right here to expand out just to have this, this, this maybe? And a lot of things people may not know very well.
0: Flip it. What if they flip it? What
1: do you mean flip it? Well, right now, the MCU
0: is the key. That's the main story. Yeah. The cosmic is the side plot. What if they say... We're flipping it. The cosmic is now where we're focusing on a lot. And the MCU is the little pop shots.
1: It could be that too. Because the one thing I think of
0: is who did they, who did they reveal at the end of guardians two? Adam Warlock? How can you have him fit in if you're not going to really focus on that cosmic universe?
1: Oh, yeah. No, I get it. I mean, that's what we do with Guardians. Mm -hmm. That's what we're kind of doing with Thor now. Maybe that's the something new they're talking about. It could be.
0: Flipping it. where we're still going to have the heroes on Earth, but that's more like the Guardians 2, the Guardians 1. Yeah. The kind of the Doctor Stranges, the ones that are like out there where it's like pop, 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 but the main set of our movies are... The Guardians of the Galaxies, the outside cosmic forces that we're going to be dealing with now.
1: Well, let's uh, let's not forget too. One thing that they talked about is that they're not going to do the continuity anymore of timeline. Yeah. So well, we've already seen it. Like
0: Guardians Two came out well after every a lot of things happened, but it was only like a month or two. It yeah, passed. two months
1: after. that yeah. passed. So I mean, the thing is, that I I maybe that's something that's going to play along into mm-hmm. it. So that way, if yeah, I get it. Maybe we will deviate from being on earth more often where we have time continuity mm-hmm. and do focus on a little bit more of the space stuff. So we got, like we said, we have Thor going on out there. We have mm-hmm. guardians of the galaxy going on out there. Who else knows what we're going to do with it. Um, could be some Avengers, not Avengers, but maybe certain characters from the Avengers yeah. doing stuff out there too. I know Iron Man comes out there um, doing a few different things. He was mm-hmm. one of Galactus's. I mean, we're not going to have Galactus because but he's he, part of the X-Men. Exactly. Uh, yeah. But um, he, is, he was a herald of Galactus. Mm-hmm. I, I know he's done other things out there. I can't remember off the top of my head right now what they were. Mm-hmm. But he even has a spacesuit. We see yeah. it in uh, I Know It Gets Blown Up. The Hall of Armor. Yeah, Hall of Armor. It's not like he can't rebuild it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, space exploration for one extra Avenger. I mean, mm-hmm. hey, all those schematics
0: have to be on the cloud, right? Exactly. It would be very irresponsible of Mr. Tony Stark. To not have those on the cloud. Oh, yeah. Who wouldn't have those on the cloud? Mm -hmm. I would keep it on the cloud. (laughs) Everything's on the cloud. Everything's on the cloud. the cloud. That's what it is nowadays, How do you delete
1: it from the cloud?
0: (laughs) You don't. It is on the cloud. But that's kind of the one thing I think of is maybe there is some thought to that question. Yeah. Although I would lean towards the death of Captain
1: America. That's Uh, that's what what I see. That's
0: what he means by it's going to wrap everything up. Meaning, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, I'm that, done after Avengers four.
1: That's what I would think. I think it would wrap it up. Like number four would wrap what it's been going on and everything in mm-hmm. a nice little bow, saying, "Hey, so and so dead. This this is happening with this part of the group. Everything's like, okay, this is mm-hmm. what this is all done. We can well, move on to what we're not going to get is phase four, but what I would call phase four until we get whatever they're doing next. Well,
0: and the thing that might be interesting too is. Because right now we're still in the kind of aftermath of Civil War. Yeah, I wonder if Infinity Wars and the death of Cap kind of puts a nice wrap on the Civil War era, or oh, the Civil could be. War storyline, to where it's like those accords that we were talking about and the um, plan for the Registration Act. Yeah, all that doesn't matter because it's like this big threat of Th- Thanos comes where the government goes. Shit, we can't have that again. Like, they're right. Like, what if something like that comes? Yeah. We are going to keep them on a leash. That'll kill that. And then also it will end the kind of rivalry of the two sides that we have right now because Steve will be dead. Yeah. And obviously I'm assuming if Steve died, Tony
1: would feel something.
0: Maybe we... Tony wouldn't be happy. Tony would be like, shit, my friend
1: died. Maybe the same way... This is so stupid. Why are we fighting? Just like in the comics, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, You can see the, the soft side of Tony, mm-hmm. him sobbing as um, Captain America's laying dead. Mm-hmm. But this would be kind of like our Avengers Phil Coulson then. Yeah. Just brings everything together, brings everyone together. Mm-hmm. And it's like, shit, you know what? None of, that, none of this little piddly shit matters. Mm-hmm. We need to all get together and just do what needs to be done. Yep. I mean, collateral, I mean, this is a bad way bad way of saying collateral it a little bit. Damage. Collateral damage happens, but for the greater good, they need to stop Thanos would be mm-hmm. the, the type of thought they have to go with at that point.
0: And I mean, that's where I'm going to end this conversation. Yes. That's where we're going to put it on to you guys. Let us know what you think. What did, what did Chris Evans mean by his comments yes. when he said it's going to wrap everything up? Does he mean Captain America? Does he mean the MCU? And what do you think the future for the Marvel movies are because they're not going with phases anymore after phase three. They're going phase three phases. they said completely new. Something completely new. What do you guys think that means down below in the comment section? But Johnny, we gotta move on into our next topic and we gotta talk about we're gonna move away from the superhero genre. We're pushing Marvel off to the side We're going to talk about some Star Wars. We saw the trailer yet again, as me and you saw The Mummy earlier today. And we're going to talk about an actor that we've talked about before with Spider-Man Homecoming and who he may play in that movie, and that's Donald Glover. And the reason why I wanted to talk about Donald Glover is he came out and talked a little bit about the role of Lando Calrissian. Lando Calrissian. And this is what he had to say. He told um, the outlet, it's a lot of pressure, but it's also very exciting. He's my favorite character, too. I grew up on Star Wars. It's just cool to see him again. I feel like people like, like him because he has that a lot of style, but also he's a complicated character in the world. I think even Han isn't as complicated as Lando is. From the first time you meet him, you don't know whether to trust him or not. And you're constantly not knowing whether to trust him. I like that about him. And, Johnny, that's going to just pose the question that I want to talk about today. Is yep. What should we expect from Donald Glo- Glover as Lando Calrissian in the Han Solo solo film? Well,
1: I'll be fair. So far, I don't know a lot of the stuff Donald Glover is in when it comes mm-hmm. to an actor. Um, I mean... He's he's gonna be Spider Man Homecoming for you for you it's gonna be me. that's gonna be your first taste of Donald Glover that Spider Man Spider Man Homecoming will be my first taste of him mm-hmm. um as well we're gonna get him in Lion King as Simba, Simba. I believe right yeah. um but like I said Spider Man Homecoming will be my first real taste of him mm-hmm. as an actor I haven't seen really anything of him in there so this will be like hey will he be, be a Lando Calrissian I don't I don't expect him not to be because In the Star Wars franchise, we don't get a whole lot of him in the movie anyways. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the younger – and it's a younger version of him. So that's kind of up for interpretation. The scene that I was looking up between podcasts and stuff was he's going to probably be mostly just in the – when Han gets the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Which is kind of cool because as he's supposed to be a gambler, Mm -hmm. um, a smuggler himself – he loses it to Han in the Solo Han Solo film. That's right. I said we'll, it. We'll, we'll get it eventually. We'll we'll get a way to say I'm it. I'm sorry. We'll get it away. <laughs> the
0: Han Solo Solo film or the Solo Han Solo film. However you want How to say it. However
1: uh, you want to say it. SHSF?
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. It's uh, all about who shot first. Obviously Han. Han exactly. always shot
1: first. Han shot first. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, the main scene I we're going to see him in is mm-hmm. him losing the Falcon yeah. to young Han. Mm-hmm. So I would love. I'm gonna love it seeing how that plays out. Well, and I mean the thing that I liked most about
0: the quote, and for me the only time, like the main thing I've seen, because I haven't seen Atlanta. I'll be honest, I haven't watched. I haven't gotten a chance to watch much of anything. That's why, like, I'm behind on the Flash. I'm behind on Supergirl. Dave is always badgering me how I'm behind on stuff and some
1: other superhero stuff and some other super- superhero stuff. Yeah, that's you are kind
0: of a reason why I haven't given opinions on it because. I haven't seen it, but I have seen him in Community a little bit, um, and I think he fits the role perfectly. I think that he is going to be a guy that I cannot wait for what kind of a spin he's going to put on the Lando Calrissian character. Because exactly like you said, kind of was my first thought when I first saw Lando in the Star Wars films. Obviously for us, it was a little different, because like I said, we're 90s kids. Yeah, we are. So we didn't... We never had that experience of a new hope in theaters, of Empire Strikes Back in in theaters. Theaters. It was well after we were born. It came out. And that kind of your parents did the ceremonial rite of here is Star Wars. We are going to watch it for the first time.
1: Here's a VHS. Go watch it. Here
0: is what it is going to be. And I just I fell in love with the world. And the first thing I thought of when Lando came on is, okay, the new character that they're introducing Right away, I'm like, should I like him? Should I like him because Han is like buddy buddy with him? Exactly. Or is he up to something? Because you also get that twist of, well, he he helps Vader. He help like he's helping the bad guy. So exactly. why should I trust you? But you're also his friend. Like, and he ends up helping Leia. It's like Lando's a character that is very gray area. Yeah, where it it kind of feels like he's like, on the line. Well, it's not on the line to me. It's more of a Lando's going to do whatever benefits Lando.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Where
0: if it's giving information to the Empire, go ahead. If it's helping you get Han Solo back, yeah, sure. He kind of wishes back and forth between good and bad and kind of stays in that no man's land, that gray area. And
1: that's what I mean by on the line. You yeah. can go one way or the other. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a line that you follow. Yep. and he can either go to the um, – help the Empire out or he can go and help um, the Rebels out. Very it, mercenary-esque. Yes, exactly. He's basically a mercenary mm-hmm. but not with the uh, um, the Crombopulous Michael version <laughs> of it.
0: Yeah, he's not Crombopulous Michael. Oh, boy. Here I go killing <laughs> again. Uh, yeah, that's definitely not going to be it. But I am intrigued to see what Donald Glover brings to it because it's – I, maybe because I I wish we would, I wish that Spider-Man Homecoming came out this week. Yes. Because I want to see him in that first before, like I say, like, oh, it's going to be good or bad. But even in that one, we see him, he's going to be playing a character in the one scene we finally saw from him. Yeah. Kind of a serious role to Peter Parker. And I feel like in this Lando kind of role, he can kind of... Play that serious part a little bit, but mm-hmm. also let his hair down. Yeah, exactly. Because Land, Lando's a guy where, yeah, he's down to business. But like you said, he's a gambler. He's a smuggler. Kind of a smooth. When I first saw him in the original trilogy, I kind of thought to myself, "Oh, he's a smooth talker." Yeah, he is. That's what Lando is. Lando's going to get you to like. Like the way I kind of equated it was, kind of the Eddie Haskell. Type of character, Like my mom, when I would have friends that I would introduce, my mom would always be like, yeah, that one's an Eddie Haskell type. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what Lando is, where he's like, he's going to sweet talk you. He's going to get you to like you. Yeah, he's going to find. Fir- in the first few minutes of meeting him, I'm going to sweet talk you so much. You are going to like me because you think I'm a good guy. You think I'm a fun guy. Exactly. Without actually knowing who I really am. And I think that Donald Glover can play that part fairly well.
1: Yeah. I think he
0: can because you look at how he was in community, but also I look at his kind of persona as Childish Gambino as well. Okay. And what he brings with his personality to kind of play that line. Spider-Man Homecoming, we'll get a more serious Donald Glover. Yeah, It's going to be serious. We see that seriousness in the one scene we've seen him in a trailer. This one is going to be, hey, you know what? This is where I can kind of let my hair down. I can kind of play both lines of it. I can be that smooth talking kind of—you don't know if I'm lying to you, if
1: I'm telling you the truth—kind of a character. And you know what's great though? Um, he, you have a, more, you can talk more about him mm-hmm. than I can. So what I'm gonna say though is, he had this version of his, um, Lando Calrissian. Yeah, we have an idea of what Lando is. But we this is way up more open for interpretation mm-hmm. now. Because well when we get in the Star Wars we have now, the old Star Wars mm-hmm. movies, he's he's an entrepreneur. He's set, he's not like doing the No, no, this is the, like young Lando. Where he's still a gambler, he's mm-hmm. I mean he's still a gambler. He's working way, his way up. But no he's not an entrepreneur yet. He's mm-hmm. still smuggling, he's gambling, he's doing all that stuff. That Han's going to get himself into in this mm-hmm. movie. So he has he can like be a little bit... he can If he wants to, he can make it like a little bit more wild of one than... The, yeah, I'm kind of set. I am in charge of a bunch of people now. I have to set a little bit of an example. Yeah,
0: and I mean, that's where we... It's not going to be the same exact Lando. Exactly. That we see in the trilogy. And
1: another quote... Which you don't want anyway, yeah, 100%. And, an,
0: and another quote from uh, Superhero Hype that he went on, and they talked yeah. about kind of like the artistic side of playing Lando. He said, um, for working under like a huge conglomerate conglomerate, it's actually been quite enjoyable artistic thing. I get to play him the way that I think is honest and true and cool. And it's great because I didn't have to write anything. I'm focused strictly on being this guy, and I really respect him, and I respect the actor who played him before. I learned a lot about this character, so it's actually been really fulfilling and nice to just turn everything off, every like, turn everything else and focus on being someone. And that kind of goes into effect with, I'm going to relate it towards... Atlanta, okay. because the thing that, I mean, I haven't seen it to give the kind of how his acting was, but the thing that he's talking about here that might get a different performance than in Atlanta is that with Atlanta, he wrote it, he acted in it. Yeah. So he had to focus on the writing part. He had to focus on the directing part. He had to focus on the acting part. With this, he's just able to walk in this is the character i'm playing this is the one you wrote for me and that's what i get to focus on so really i think that from this quote from actually just hearing it that focus that he might be able to put on the character might give us a better performance as well yeah because he's not having to worry about the script writing he doesn't have to worry about directing he can just come in and worry about lando and like he said kind of Give, like, okay, how was he when he gets older in the old film? Kind of give respect to the actor that played him before. So it's not like I'm coming in and just stepping all over your yard. That I'm coming in and I'm adding a different take, my take, to your iconic character. Because the thing with Star Wars that I think it's kind of trippy, especially in a Han Solo movie. Yeah, Han Solo, iconic. Yes. Lando Calrissian, iconic. Chewie, iconic, Iconic. Leia, iconic, Uh, Skywalker, Luke, iconic, Vader, iconic. All of these characters are icons to us now.
1: Yeah, exactly. Even when
0: you look at the prequels, sorry, had to bring it up, but even when you look at Darth Maul, icon, you look at Anakin Skywalker, icon, because he becomes Darth Vader, but that's kind of a different set of it. Jar Jar Binks, people know who he is. Qui Gon Jinn. We kind of want to forget him. Qui Gon, Obi Wan, Yoda. Wolf. Totally forgot about Obi Wan, Yoda, Mace Windu. These are icons, so that I feel like people. There are going to be people that come into this film and kind of say, "Nope, I like the I, I like the original actor." Yeah, that's and true. Like his take on it. There's going to be those people. So sold in the old version, in exactly. the original version. Yeah, I saw. mean,
1: there's going to be those people that are like that. I just mm-hmm. like the idea that. I mean, I'm I'm keeping an open mind because yeah. you know what, there is more play in this one now. We didn't we don't have a ton of him in the mm-hmm. in the the older films, yeah. And there's enough to get some idea of his character, though. Um, but again, you have more open because this is a younger version of him. Mm-hmm. So went from becoming a smuggler, thief, scoundrel to entrepreneur, a little bit of a gambler still, and you're like running. He's in charge of a whole, he's in charge of cloud city.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You're a leader. You have Have to have to play a different role than, and then when you're a, a smuggler, smuggler gambler, you're not a dealing theater. with that. Exactly. You have to play a different mm-hmm. role. So, I mean, I'm keeping it open mind and whoever wants to keep it open mind. You have to have that idea that this is a different, this is a younger version of him. Mm-hmm. You're different than what you were in a younger oh, age. I am totally like, exactly. I, it,
0: I have said this numerous times. If I could go back to like 18 and 19 year old me on some, like there are moments in my head that play back. If I can go back to that moment in time to my younger self, I just punch myself in the face and walk off. Yeah. Like, what was that for? You figure it out. You, you know what know. it's for. Yeah, you know what it's for. Like, that kind of uh, an ad Like, right, be,
1: right before you were about to do whatever it was. And yeah. Punch, just slap him in the back of the don't head and say, do it. you know what that's for. You know, know what it, you were thinking. You know
0: what that's for. Don't do it.
1: Yeah, you know what you were thinking. Or, you know what that's for.
0: Don't even think that. Exactly. Don't even think about it.
1: So, I mean, it's just the fact that it's older him versus younger him. Mm-hmm. You can't 100% compare the two. The one thing I'm going to say, ask you, though, now, okay. um, I, the only part I can think of him being mm-hmm. in is when he loses the Millennium Falcon, because mm-hmm. this is supposed to span from when Han is 18 until mm-hmm. Han is 24. Do you think there's any other part that he can really be in?
0: I mean, I think that I would assume that Lando's going to play a part, like a bigger part okay. than just one scene, because there needs to be something that explains their friendship. Okay. Because... When we see him in the original trilogy, when they first say hello, that's not somebody that's like, oh, I want a Millennium Falcon off you. Yeah. Maybe that scene is the second time they've met. Maybe it's the third. Maybe it's the first. But he is going to be a character that interacts with Han a lot because the way I saw it with the trilogy, that first hello that they kind of met on Cloud City. Yeah, you're right, actually. I— I was sitting there going, "Yeah, the, these are old acquaintances. like these are acquaintances that they were best buds while ago. Yeah, they were just
1: haven't seen each some other. Some form in a while. of friendship was bonded there. So yeah, you're right. Okay, I feel, there's got to be in and out interactions. I on there. feel
0: like he needs to be a big part of this, but not like a huge part, but a solid part of this movie to build that friendship to explain it a little bit." So it's like, oh, that's— But not the Wookiee co-pilot. That's what it is, not the Wookiee co-pilot. But, I mean, that's what I see from it. He's got to be a solid part because I want to see that backside to it that we didn't get to see with the original trilogy. But I was actually going to ask you, any last things you want to mention with this before I kind of take the discussion and flip it onto them?
1: Um, no, I mean, I'm excited to hear, I can't wait to hear more about this film, see what we're going to mm-hmm. get. Um, cause we're not scheduled to
0: get it until what? May 2018. So we are just under a year yes. away from this movie, but May 2018, that's quite a long, that's quite a while. We still got a while to go until we get it. I mean, we're under a year, but it's like that. Yeah. We're under a year until we get it.
1: Yeah. It's going to just snowball at this point. It's mm-hmm. a, or so, sometime soon, but I'm excited to see how they play, how he does Lando, mm-hmm. but also just the movie in general, how they're going to show that six year gap mm-hmm. in what probably in two, one movie, in one hours. movie, yeah, two hours, two and a half hours, uh, because I mean you got um, just introducing Han, they're going to have his mentor, they're mm-hmm. going to have the introduction of how he meets Chewbacca, um, the stuff with Lando, so there's a lot of stuff to throw in there. And not to mention six-year gap of how are you going to transition that. So I'm excited to see that. And the
0: thing that I'm looking at is another guy
1: we might have to talk about
0: later if we get some news on him is, um and I hope I said the last name right, but Aiden Enrenrich, who yeah. is Yeah. Uh, Alden. Gonna, he's going to play, or Alden, Rick, He's going to play um, Han Solo. And the only things that he's known for looking at his Wikipedia page, the four things that pop up, beautiful creatures, Hail Caesar, Stoker, And uh, Blue Jasmine, uh, Blue Jasmine, where he played Danny, only one of those I've heard of, and that's Hail Caesar. And I haven't seen it. It's more than me. And that is an actor that's like, okay, you're coming out here with one that I'm not quite familiar with. Yeah. How is he going to do? But Donald Glover, he is a huge name. Everyone knows who he is, whether it's Childish Gambino or Donald Glover. But this is where I kind of flip it on to you guys and kind of put the conversation your way where what do you guys think how do you feel about Lando in this movie how do you think he's going to play a role what do you think of Donald Glover how is he going to play the character of Lando Calrissian and what do you expect from both the character and Donald Glover in this movie let us know down below in the comment section and that's going to do it for the Rick and Johnny podcast this week If you're, like I said, watching on YouTube, let us know what you think about this topic down below. And also kind of watch the other videos. If you're on Blog Talk Radio, go ahead. Let us know down below as well what you think about any of the topics we talked about this week. You can always follow us on Twitter. I'm at Ricky Widmer. Johnny is at
1: War Machine 9085.
0: And Most Valuable Podcast is at Most Valuable Pod. Also, besides hitting the follow button on Blog Talk Radio, the subscribe button on YouTube go ahead and check out patreon.com backslash most valuable podcast. We had our best month statistically in May, and it was all because of you guys watching our things, sharing them, and giving us support. So also go ahead and check out patreon.com to give a little more support, but also thank you guys for everything. This ride has been amazing, and it gets better and better each week of doing this podcast with Johnny and myself for you guys, so let us know what you think down below, but as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.